Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, Security Investment Advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. All right, Patrick, what do you make of a uh, sweep? And it was painful at times to watch. The Twins go to Oakland. I wanted to tell you about my weekend watching sports. All right. I uh, Friday, I was one of those... Uh, uh, I paid my price for procrastination and had to write two columns. So I was writing all day, doing stuff all day long. And I already had, I had all my notes for the Saturday column done on Tuesday. I had all my notes and I still didn't write the damn thing till yeah. Friday morning. That's that happens to the best of us. And then I, then I had to write another one. So, all right. So then I, you know, kicked around, we, Katie and I had dinner. And then I, I got very comfortable to watch the Twins game. I only lasted three innings with Maeda. I could not take it. 80 pitches of slop, utter slop. It was god-awful. I couldn't watch it. I turned it off. I went upstairs, and we watched something else on TV upstairs because we can only watch baseball. I can only watch baseball in the den. So we went upstairs. I, I didn't. I just looked at the – I didn't watch the last six innings. I just looked at her. Did that one go extras? Did that one? No, that was the one that went took three thirty. It took three thirty eight, but it wasn't extras. It just took, it was, it was extra, painful. It was terrible. By eight, it was awful. And uh, so then, then Saturday, I watched a little of Scottish golf, even though it was over already. I was watching replay. Mm-hmm. Then I watched a good fair share of another unimpressive Twins win, but you know it was at least I didn't have to turn it off, right? Right. And see him win, right? But every time you're watching Oakland play, you're saying, who the hell is this? Oh, God, yeah. Who are they? Yes. It's unbelievable. I I covered uh, Bando and uh, Reggie. Reggie. Joe Rudy. And Joe Gene Rudy Tennis. and Gene Tennis. Vida. I covered Vida. We were friends with Blue Moon Autumn, for Christ's sake. Blue sakes. Moon Autumn and I drank together, for goodness sakes. It was, we were buddies. Now I'm watching this saying... Why does Vegas want them? They should say, no, we don't want you. Who are these guys? And that yet they're battling. They're trying. I'll say that. They're trying, but they're terrible. So then they won. And then yesterday, poor Jorge comes in, and we're thinking, oh, okay. And we get the big buildup from Dick, and the and the booth's too crowded, by the way, with uh, Ploof and Morneau. I think they're, I think Ploof's okay, but, you know, they're, too much talking when he's in there with Morneau. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. And 
Jorge comes in, throws one pitch, gets a screaming line drive to third base for a double play, and then Jorge, and then he has to get relieved the next inning. But uh, and apparently everybody enjoyed the fact that uh, Plouffe said to Kirilov that he was getting a home run, he had a home run. But that, yesterday's victory wasn't bad, was right? It? I mean, Agreed. it wasn't. It wasn't ugly to watch. It was Saturday. Joe Ryan's was tough. Saturday was Pablo giving up a five-run lead. What yes. the hell was that? I don't know. I mean, I, in fact, I I actually switched channels and was watching something else when it was six zero. I came back and it's six five, and they're fighting for their lives. I said, "What happened here?" And uh, and then you know, yesterday was okay, but uh, very interesting that uh, that Rocco goes with Duran three games in a row. Did you see any good quotes on that? We did not uh, have a man on the scene. I wonder if anybody else said. Uh, I have it. not. I know St. Paul was there, and the Athletic was there, and uh, yes. Dole was there from the MLB, but uh, I didn't see. Uh, it was very shocking to me that he brought him in the third straight game. I wonder when if somebody must have reported it. I didn't see it. When's the last time they had a guy get three saves in three straight games? I'm guessing Perky sometime in the yeah, and then probably fourteen, fifteen, something like that. I'm guessing yeah. maybe I can't remember him doing it since then. Oh, well, you're. You're probably right. Yeah, I have not seen a quote, but I wonder if there were some uh, discussions d- during the All-Star break about philosophy, too. Mm, well, I think, here's what I think. He's going to Seattle, which is playing better now. Yes. And has good pitching. And can pitch, uh, yes. And he probably saying, I better win this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might not get a chance. He might get four days off in Seattle, so I better win this game. But. You know, you win three games against. I think Kansas City's better than them. I think it. I think you. I think. I think the national media should cover the series when they play each other. If there's one left, don't you? I think this is historic. This is historic rottenness, isn't it? Kansas City and Oakland. Yeah, well, and Oakland, where I agree with you, is I. Oakland is a complete joke. I don't think yeah. they care. I think Kansas City actually has they're, some type of philosophy of what they're, they're doing. They're trying, yeah. Kansas yeah. City just was uh, keep keep the payroll. Is make sure nobody goes to the games so uh, we can get the hell out of here. Yes. Was, uh, they're not going to build me a new stadium, so the heck with them. O- Oakland looks like they're owned by Calvin towards the end without without the without the talent coming down the pipeline. Yes, and and Calvin, you know, yeah, right. Uh, Calvin by Hooker Crook ended up with uh, you know the the eighty and eighty one teams. Now the eighty one is they brought in all the kids. The eighty team and the eighty one team are mm-hmm. uh, actually they brought in the kids in eighty two, right? Uh, Herbie came up, but then the others came End up. Eighty one, yes, yeah, yes. Herbie came up, yep. and then the others came up. Correct. But eighty eighty one are the worst Twins teams ever. They might not be. They got saved in eighty one by the strike. Because they were forty-one and <laughs> printed playoff tickets. They were forty-one and sixty-eight, but they were in the playoff hunt. Uh, but that team was a horrible. And uh, yeah, this was watching Oakland now is pretty similar, except I don't I don't see the other end of it. You know, right? I don't see the next Herbie or somebody like that there. So, but here's my deal. Yesterday, mm-hmm. you're presenting a major. We're, we're Wondering, I said this on Twitter. We're all wondering what's wrong with the twins. They have Willie Castro batting fifth, a Tiger reject who has shown us for the last six weeks why he's a Tiger reject. For two months, he got some hits, played pretty good. He batted 180 in June, and this month, he struck out almost every time he's batted. So, and he's he, he made two decent plays yesterday, not not historic like they made it sound, but uh, uh, and they actually need him because he can play a bunch of different places and they don't have him. But Willie Castro's hitting fifth. I don't know. And of course, then what do we do with Buxton? That's what I was going to say. I don't know. I don't want. He's to. unplayable right now. I know he is. It's it's. Uh, he was. There's something wrong with his head because he. Takes this pitch down the pipe, and then he's taking. Didn't he strike out looking three out of four times the other day? Yes, struck out looking. Yes, yeah, yeah. including and a strike one, three you can't take. 
And one of those, didn't he take three pitches with the runners in scoring, runners on base? Is that the one I where, think he took one that where he, he was didn't up three zero. He didn't swing. Yeah, he didn't swing. He, yep. he took them all. I don't know. He's he is not. I said this. There are athletes, and then there are hitters. You know, he's an athlete, and so he's not a natural hitter who react. You know, everybody sits on pitches. But some of the guys can react when it's not the pitch they're sitting on, and other guys can't. And I think he's in category two. He's uh, and the other thing, my other contention is, you see a lot less cookies from these pitchers now because you see if, if when they get to a point, except for Maeda on 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 Friday, it was cookie fast. It was cookie monster, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you, uh, you just, if a guy starts throwing lousy pitches, they hook him, you know, and bring in somebody else, yep. even with Oakland. So you just don't see, you don't see cookies anymore. That uh, once in a while when he's sitting on a pitch and, uh, and he gets it, he'll hit it 450 feet, but he's, he's to know only maybe worse, maybe worse. He's back to where he was, and as a kid, when as he as yes, when when he had eight people trying to tell him what to do, yeah, because you can tell his his mindset when he goes to the plate is mm-hmm. really screwed up. Did you see on Saturday he drew a bases loaded walk and celebrated yeah, as if he just knocked in a couple I'll runs? Tell you one thing, the old pump. Uh, they, if I if I was him, I'd stop doing the truck that. Thing, yes. Yeah, the truck thing. I would. Say. But did when you see him celebrate hit, that? And yeah, it ought to be. Uh, it ought to be against baseball etiquette to to do the uh, pulling the cord on the train or whatever it is yep. when you're hitting under two hundred. That's you got to hit yeah. two hundred. That's the how about two twenty? Uh, yeah, yeah, you got to hit two. You got a Mendoza line two twenty. The Mendoza line is not two hundred. It's two twenty. Yeah, he's way beyond. The, he'd have to get hot. To, even when he was hot, he only got to two sixteen. Yes, I don't know. I can't. Solve it, but I I don't blame his. You can't blame his pitch, hitting coach for this. I think I would. I'd put him on a DL for two weeks, you know, because with him you can just you don't have to invent an injury. You can just say he's having a, his knee sore, right, right? Flared up, and I don't know where I'd send him somewhere. But Oliva's theory is he needs live batting practice because he's his swing is. His timing is all screwed up. Which he never takes. But he did. I I don't know if he he started doing it. He did it for a couple of days maybe and then went back and took, you know. But I don't Maybe they got to, you know, get him out there for two weeks at, at 1 o'clock in the afternoon when nobody's around and do something because it's, 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 it is amazing. And, that, and, it, and as everybody points out, it costs you not having Julian in the lineup. Cost you not having, yeah. you know, it costs you not having guys who have. I mean, there's Solano, Solano, Solano is not a great player, but he's a hitter. Yep. He's not an athlete, but he's a hitter. Yep. And I think Julian's a hitter. Yes. I don't know what kind of an athlete he is, but he's a hitter. But he's not a fielder. He has an idea. No, he's not a fielder. He's not. He's not. But he has an idea. He can adjust. I don't think he has to sit on every pitch. Correa this year, it amazed me what a guest hitter he was for about two months, but I think he's. Don't you think he's figured it out a little bit? The he's leadoff getting, thing has helped. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know exactly why, but he definitely is it's not looks like, more comfortable. It's not like he's taken once in a while he still takes the fastball down the middle because he wasn't expecting it. But uh that that happens. But uh he's uh, yeah, the, the the big problem with Buxton being the DH is you know, how about the fact he's hitting hundred and fifty against lefties? I know. How that makes no sense. I looked it up today. That makes no well, sense. What is it? Is it 125? 123? Yeah, it's terrible. But I mean, why why don't you at least if you're going to play him, which there's an argument not to play him every day, why are you hitting him third? Yeah, you got to you got to drop him. Yeah. Trouble is, even with him hitting third, you got Willie Castro hitting fifth. Well, or yeah. Friday Kepler hit cleanup. Yeah. Yeah. It's I it's not a good lineup. It's, there's, there's. We don't have to continue to search.
for what's wrong with the Twins. They got a terrible lineup. Yeah. But and now Jorge's going to, they talk like it's going to be a two-week rehab. Uh, there's not, they don't think he's, I, I, they're very pessimistic about him, I think. Uh, that that he might not be ruined. Well, our new—I mean, they think they—I think they think he might be ruined. Our new trainer, who is going to solve yeah. problems, has fallen on the sword for Jorge and Theobar, saying, ah, "I rushed him back." Yeah, I did. I screwed up. I'm going to take it. Papa rested, didn't rest. Yeah, yeah, that was. Well, I got suspicious that he that he was the BSing type of trainer when he told me that ah, Tyler Malley might not miss a start. Well, uh, actually, ten days later, he's going to have Tommy John. Yep. <laughs> so that's now. I think that was his decision to have Tommy John. They uh, well, they wanted to. Uh, but the poor guy that got blown out has to be saying, "What? What the hell did I do wrong?" Yeah, you know, you got guys hurt just as much, which is okay. Yeah. I mean, it is. It is kind of. You feel kind of sheepish, ripping them. After they swept the series and moved moved two and a half games well, out of Well, Cleveland blew, yeah. I think, all three games, didn't yes. they? Yeah, they Did lost Did Cleveland all three. lead at one point in all three? The mighty whiteys, though, look out. They just beat the Braves twice in a row. I saw, yeah. but Which brings them within 14 games of five on. They're going to trade everybody. Mm-hmm. That's if you want somebody. Except for Robert, right? Yeah, Robert, yeah. That's, He'd be the one guy that they're they're trade. Him. Everybody else you can have. You can have. So That's a toxic clubhouse. It must be. I think. I think that's Something a lot of. We wanted to blame Tony, but I guess it wasn't Tony's fault. This, I don't. I don't know why it is. I mean, this you know. season is why I am now more and more in favor of realignment of divisions and make the divisions bigger. Yeah, I, if they expand, I would want four eight-team deals. Four eight-team. You know, if if they. If they figure out Tampa and then go to Nashville and someplace else, I, w- I, w- I, w- I would go for four eight-team leagues, you know. And then you can, you know, play everybody in that thing and play everybody else three times, you know. Yes. Play everybody in the, I don't know, if you played everybody 12 times, seven of them, how's my math? That eight, That's 84. Better than mine. That's 84, right? That'd be 84. I'm going with it. That'd be a little more than half, so then you'd have to figure out how to, if this idea, you know, because of the weather, and the weather hasn't been, because of the fact most of the countries, oh, they had floods in New England and stuff, New York, because they've gotten away with this schedule. They had a bunch of doubleheaders the other day, I saw, but the fact that you've added four road trips for each team, they've gotten away with to, uh, to some degree this year, but. Uh, but we're getting time creep too. Well, Friday night was a tr- it, that was a throwback game the yeah, last year. Was a throwback. I three, stuck with it three thirty eight, three thirty eight, right, right? Or three twenty eight, three thirty eight or twenty. No, it was yeah. awful. The next day it was three oh three too, and then yesterday it was still two fifty something. That's the trouble. Oakland's bad and slow. Yes. <laughs> well, did did you see what Manfred said at the All Star game? Yeah. The players, the players want the time extended in the postseason on yeah. those clocks. Yes, I would tell them buzz no. off. Oh, no, here's the deal: if you watch the All Star game, it was obvious that you're getting a minute and a half extra. Officially, you're getting a minute and a, a, a fifty seconds. Right? They take an extra between the half innings, but they were then they come back and BS more, and they're and so. You're already adding, when you go to the postseason. Commercials. You're already adding 17, 18 minutes to every game. Yes. Now, you know, I I talked to the guy who's in charge of competition that did a column on him, and he said, I haven't heard a lot of it, but I don't think we're going to do that. He said, because all their surveys said fans want a two-and-a-half-hour game. And he said, we're that back then, that was a— Two weeks ago, we're still we're two thirty seven. We aren't where we want to be yet. He said, "Good." So uh, I don't think they're going to do it. I do not want World Series. I mean, no, I, because the, they've figured out more ways to stall. Yes. Don't you think watching the game, they've figured out more ways to stall. They all everybody takes a timeout every at bat unless they put the ball in play. And in lots first, of times at the start now. Yeah, yeah. They'll immediately go go to the plate before they see a pitch. Yeah. 
Call timeout. Yeah, there's more of that, and then the pitcher gets one, right? Does the pitcher get? No, he doesn't. He, the what? pitcher doesn't get one, but they want. But pitchers want one. Want one, yeah. And and the other problem too is the stall tactics include the catcher going out to talk to the pitcher more yeah. and more because you still get the five trips. Yeah, right, right, right. Well, a couple of times the catchers and good for them have jumped up and said because they could tell the guy wasn't going to get the he was going to get yep. the violation, but it's. It's still the greatest thing that's happened to baseball in my lifetime. So, uh, you know, don't screw with it. Tell them tough, tough bananas. But you guys, you guys in the booth there, Kloofy and uh, Perky too, they want the game to be allowed to breathe. That's our problem. Too damn much breathing. <laughs> this is the postseason. You got to get, they still, even with the All-Star game and the new vibe about baseball, they had the lowest race, second lowest rate of the ever. Or no, yeah. for the second year in a row, they had the lowest rating ever. Now it's hard to tell. I don't know how good they are at, at, that uh, rating, what's who's watching streaming and who's not. So I don't know. Right. I don't know. It might be, but it was. If you looked at that All Star game, listen, beyond Otani, but there was nothing like oh, I, I, Acuna. I mean, Acuna's fantastic, right? But there was there was Joe Jung's yeah, some catcher, oh, young, the, some oh, catcher, Heim, the some catcher Texas who's kid. A, 28-year-old reject who's kicked him. I mean, the, the lineups were not, uh, not, not, boy, I got to, I got to watch this game to see Bob Gibson pitch. Right. No, it wasn't. He didn't have any of that. So, anyway, they're going to Seattle, and uh, I don't know, you're a little uh, concerned about the uh, the starting pitching might be leveling it off here. Joe hasn't been as good. Ryan hasn't been, not a problem, but he hasn't been as good. Sonny Gray's been good. Pablo on uh, Pablo that well, that one came. I mean the last time Pablo pitched before the All Star game he was unbelievable. Yeah. It was so damn easy, and this time I don't know what happened. I, I you know you got to still like him, obviously, big strong guy. Um, how about this though? I want to bring this up. Our number one prospect, pitching prospect, the left hander Prelip, right? There's a, I think he's left handed. Yes. And uh, they took him in the second round. Yep. And College, he right? was, everybody loved him. He had Tommy John in 21. Now he's going to have it again. Why are we taking, why are they, what's their deal with taking pitchers who've been hurt? What is the deal here? What What know. are you doing? You know? And, and if you look now, because of the trades, their farm system is depleted now. Mm-hmm. Like it went from being. <laughs> they got an endless supply of left-handed hitting outfielders. Yeah. The, the guy they draft. Was the most he, common thing you can have. Yeah. Is Walker. Is J- Jenkins the guy they draft? Walter Walker Jenkins. Walker Jenkins. Was he left-handed hitting outfielder or right-handed? I think he's left-handed. <laughs> That's what they need. But I read in the Star Tribune. He's a great kid. So. Oh, he's a hell of a guy. I read it everywhere. Every, every outlet for the Twins are just. Mr. America, he's the nicest guy I want to go back ever. and read, you know, what I, I remember when Nick Gordon, who was what, top five pick, right? Yes. When Nick Gordon was taken, same thing. And he was a good kid. But can you play? Yeah, that's what I care about. But you know who, did you see who put the big plug in for him on Twitter? Mankiewicz. Yep. You know, he must have had him in a. He did. In a junior tournament down there in Florida he or did. something, because he's a U.S. baseball thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's coaching there. I don't. And people are saying they should fire Rocco and hire Doug. That'd be great, but I think Doug is so far. Nobody they they fired Doug and nobody else leaped on him. So uh, he was down there trying to get a job and he didn't get one. I mean, I love him; it'd be fantastic. Doug would get fired within a week by these guys. Oh God, yes. He'd tell them they're effing like, idiots, and that would be that. He'd be like the guy from St. Louis the first week of the season, saying, "Oh, no, ah, he's not hustling. I'm going to suspend mm-hmm. the guy for two days." You know, he would. Uh, he would. He would be fun, though. He would be. The uh, rest quota would go way down with Doug. Yes, yes, it would. Well, I always said. When Guardy had a little of them, they had a this going on with Guardy. I was given I that it's gotta go back fifteen years that I started giving them heat about these guys playing. And my content, I even told Guardy this. They should have to come in and tell you. Don't have your trainer come in with a list. Have them make a player come in and say, I can't play tonight because 
you know, because if all they have to do is tell the trainer and get out of the lineup, yep. what the hell? So Well, Polanco tried his damnedest to play as much as possible, and now they're now, go, go, going to say, you see what happens? Yeah, and we're, uh, you know, we've got to give him more time off. What is his contract situation? Is this his last year? Too? He's the same as Kepler, right? I think. Because they signed they were, him. Signed yeah, a pretty identical contract. They got him cheaper than Kepler, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it looked like I a great think he's making much money. It looked like a great move for a, a while. <clears throat> he just can't stay healthy the last two no, years. No, and before that, he played all the time. So he was their best player for periods of time. There. He wouldn't come out of the lineup. Yeah. He really was, wouldn't. That was uh, that was fantastic. Let's see here. Oh, well. Jorge Polanco, five-year, twenty-five-plus million-dollar contract. In when this is the last year. This is so twenty-three. He's making seven point five base this year. Well, they will try to move Kepler at the. Uh, okay, hold on a second. I'm wrong. So he's got a vested. It looks like in twenty-four and a club option in twenty-five. Oh, so they got to pay him for next year. Huh? Yep. Yep. So he'll probably be back. Let's see, seven or eight. Uh, ten next year. Ten next year. Okay. Yep. Well, uh, they obviously know they can't move him. They'll, they'll try to move Kepler, I would guess, with all the left-handed hitting out. But I thought they were going to do last yeah, winter. But, uh, You're going to have to give I, him away. I talked to somebody, and he said, wait till the end of the month. So, okay. anyway. I mean, you're going to have to give him away. Oh, yeah. Like I, this whole. Plus, you got, you got Larnick. You got. Walner, you got left-handed Fair outfielders. Loss. You don't have. They got another left-handed outfielder over in St. Paul, Andrew Stevenson, who's hitting about three forty and gets on the base all the time. They got, you know, he's a former high draft choice who bombed out, but he's he's probably the. It looks like he's the best player over there. Another left-handed hitting outfielder. So it's not like, boy, he's a, you know, I I've thought all year the Yankees would take him. Because of the, that ballpark, yeah, but, uh, he they, pops they, them out. They must be asking for him. They must be asking for something instead of nothing. I just want him to play Kirloff consistently, and I know, yeah. it, I, I know against le- lefties, he's not been good this year. But how do we know? Just yeah, let, exactly, just let yeah, him play. Yeah, how do we know? Let him figure it out. And Julian, he can hit. He can get on base. He just yeah, he's. He is yeah, an ideal I, D. He is an ideal <laughs> 2023 DH. He really is. Yes, and you could say. Well, platoon him with Buxton. What the hell? Except Buxton doesn't hit left-handed pitching. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. The Buxton thing is that is a problem that I don't know if it can be solved. I don't know if anybody. And people say, ah, put him in center field. Well, Taylor's just as good in center field, and he can't hit either. But he's he's, he's not as helpless as Buxton. So yes, I mean Taylor's is you know the the current Taylor and a Buxton. With a bad knee or the same center fielder. My real concern right now, and it's not being talked about a ton, but my concern is this, though. Royce Lewis, okay? Yeah. Because he is a damn good baseball player. Mm -hmm. A lot of fun to watch. But two ACLs, right? Yeah. And and now an oblique, which is not a minor thing. No. uh, Like, that's not a hangnail. No, and that's just from swinging a bat, right, basically? Yeah. He's, uh, I mean, what, what is he about, you know, this is, uh, he's damn near a free agent. Yeah. <laughs> it's go time. He's one of those six, uh, he's, he's not a free agent, but he's, he's one of those, uh, six year guys here pretty soon. You know, what, how it's his sixth year. What year was he? Yeah, it's probably a sixth year. I'll find it. But I mean, he's got to be, he's the type of guy who should be a huge part of your yes. everyday lineup right now. Not, yeah. a, not a always hurt again guy. Well, he should be hitting behind Correa, in my opinion. He should hit second, or Julian should hit second. One of those two guys. Let's see here. I'm looking up when he was drafted. First overall in 2017. Yeah. So, so yeah. This is seven years. Yep. He, did he play some? As a, I don't know if he played in 17. He's 24 now. I don't know if he played some. Yeah. Oh, seems like a nice kid. He's you yeah. know, it's not like it's not like he's gonna, you know, take over baseball, but he's a certainly he's a right handed hitter and he's an upgrade on anything you got. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. So eat stress free this spring with Factor's delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. Tailored to your schedule, customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little you need. You can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Factor is your solution for fast premium meals without the need for cooking. Also discover more than 60 add-ons every week, 
like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up those springtime goals. Head to factormeals.com slash unchained50 and use code unchained50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while subscription is active. That's code unchained50 at factormeals.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Racy for the Canopy Group. Think about this. There are 234 cities in Minnesota with populations over 2,500. The Canopy Group has clients in all but seven of these. The Canopy Group's experience in all of these Minnesota cities gives them a unique edge in getting you the best home and auto insurance coverage at the best price. Remember, the Canopy Group offers 16 insurance companies for a reason, to match your specific situation including two-year zip codes with the absolute best insurance company for you. This is done for you annually because your specific situation may change. It is also true that the insurance company's appetite might change as well when you only have one option. This experience working throughout Minnesota provides thousands of Canopy Group clients with peace of mind knowing that the Canopy Group is working for them. Please visit thecanopygroup.com today anyway we got them best thing i saw all weekend are you ready tennis unbelievable how about you did you watch it declan no De- declan does not like soccer or tennis alcaraz this kid the 20 year old spaniard and Djokovic, the greatest player ever four hours and 28 minutes well five sets and you enjoyed this? Real tennis. Well, you can turn it on and off. But <laughs> but I watched the whole last two sets. They were great. But these guys, how they can they had one game, so that's you know, where you gotta you gotta win each you that's what the stupid scoring system. Matching a game. Fifteen, thirty, forty. Yep. And then I think it's sixty, but I don't think it makes any difference. You gotta get for some reason, why don't they go one, two, three, four? I've never figured that out. But well, anyway, they have the deuce, and you got to go yeah, in. Yeah, 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 do. Yep. But they had thirty-eight points, twenty-seven minute game, a one game in a set. So, that's not sounding fun to me. Oh God, it was. They were these amazing athletes, though. And this Alcaraz is twenty years old. He got the old-fashioned get. Gets Djokovic up near the net and does the old big lob that lands on the back of the. Back I did of the see line. the highlight of that kind one. Kind of a Borg, last night. the Borg shot, yes. the, Borg, the McEnroe Borg. And here's what is astounding about the game. I said this earlier about tennis. When Sampras came in, it was like just, it was all aces. You yep. know, the guy just, he just overpowered everybody. Yep. These guys are so good now, they hit. They have volleys. They 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 are back to having volleys. On a when a after feel after taking a hundred and thirty mile hour save serve from some guy one hundred and twenty five miles, they can bring those they can bring those rockets back a lot of times. Now, if you hit one straight down a line and the guy's over the other side, the number of aces is. Minimal compared to what it was when they first started hitting these, and that rockets. was equipment as well, right? Yeah, at the time? that was equipment at the time. Because Borg yeah. was the wooden racket and yeah. all that. I mean, Sampras was Sampras was great, but he was boring. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like God, what wonderful tennis. But these guys yesterday were terrific. Plus, makes you want to go to Wimbledon once before you die. Too the uh, the uh, Jerry Zagoda went there. Yeah. Oh God, he covered it, right? Yeah. My brother-in-law, Chaz. Who was an accountant, and uh, they had an office in London. He went six times, but he'd go to the quarterfinals. He didn't get to the finals, okay. but he'd, he'd go to the quarterfinals. But the great thing about it is they got all these little courts on the side. Yep. And I, I, I didn't even realize this, but you don't play at center court until one thirty in the afternoon. 
okay. they don't start having matches because they want people to wander around and appreciate the other courts. And oh. some of the courts, it'd be like you going down to the park and seeing some, hey, oh, there, there's about two rows of bleachers there. And they got the, you know, they got a early in the, early in the competition, like the second round, they've got two pros. They wouldn't, Djokovic isn't going to be there, but some prominent pros will be playing like they're playing in a, at Minicata or some damn place. Right. So they got all these side courts and then they, they all wander over it, but they, they put a roof on the, uh, on the main court now. Are they, the retract- yeah, there's two roofs I, now, right? There's yeah, the, think the retract- main court and then there's a court yeah, one, I think. I think it's a retractable. So. Okay. Anyway, but you're, uh, it looks like, I mean, it would be really cool to go once. Yeah, once, once, once. Yes, that's right. Well, I went to the, I went to the U.S. Open once and went two days, and that was when Sellis and Groff were, you know, Sellis was back from being stabbed by the Groff fan. Yep. And they were going to, they ended up being in the final. But the, the, if you think the snobbery of tennis in general is bad, you should see the snobbery of tennis writers when big fat, oh, yeah. when big fat sports columnists from Minneapolis and other yeah. other outside no time for you. other outside sports columnists show up that they are they're just looking at you like first of all you don't have a suit on when you show up and you don't you don't have proper respect and you ask dumb questions and uh, oh they're they're the worst track was close. The track guys. The tennis guys ask, but they the tennis people ask really pointed, tough oh, questions, oh, yeah. right? Of Especially the players. Especially in England. At, at yeah. England you know, they want to, they ask half of them about the girlfriends. But they, uh, you know, are, are you cheating on Hannah or something like that? You know, they'll ask anything to get you stirred up to sell some papers. Right. So. But, yeah, there, and this was in, in New York, and they were... The other, the other worst ones were tennis. I mean, were track at the Olympics. Where you get the guy who's got the stopwatch around his neck, and he's and he's you know he's got almost track paraphernalia. He's not wearing shorts. Most of them are wearing shorts. Actually. Yeah, and they're they're just they're just the, the fact that you show up at their press conferences and don't ask these deep, interesting track questions. What's the track question? You ran faster than the other guy. You know, there's got to be a pace. Well, they probably that. go to all of the meets oh, sure, around they the world. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. That, every four years yeah, you show these, up. These are probably for Runner's World yes. and stuff like that. But it's you'd be sitting next to them. You could, you'd say something and they'd just ignore That's you. That's sort completely. of like soccer now, too, right? Yeah, yeah soccer's that way. I too. feel like the soccer pe- people get very upset when the common... Well, I told you when I covered the World Cup that the uh, the Italian wanted guy no the uh, one of the Spanish guys I don't know where he's from wanted us oh and he was he was European but he was from Italy or Spain or something yeah he wanted us all thrown out of the press box because we didn't know what the penalty area was <laughs> you know I I was the one to ask a question I said I, I've told you that before yeah I, I had the crease figured out but what's the big circle there yep. <laughs> I started screaming at you because we had better seats than he had. <laughs> yeah, they're they're a little snobbish too now, uh, but they're they watch the game. I don't, you know, and they at the end, even if their team loses two to nothing, you, you'll see stories in 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 London and stuff assessing each of the players and how they did it. You know how they played that. How the hell do you know? I don't know. Right. I'm just trying to follow the ball. You know, it's it's a big ball, so it's easy to follow. Yeah, it's not like a puck. But I can't figure out how it got there, you know. It's just, you know, that somebody made a terrible, he should have crossed when he he went to the outside or something, you know. So it's, uh, yeah, their their knowledge of it is uh, is incredible, though, what they're watching. But I like the, uh, I kind of like the emotion of the fans. With it, with the World Cup, you know the fact that they—it's back here in a couple of years, right? Yeah, back in the U.S. We'll have to make it. We're going to make a big deal out of the women's thing starting next weekend, right? Yep. Starting this weekend. Yep. You know, did you see who we're playing? A, a hated rival in the opener. Who's that? Vietnam. Oh wow! Yeah, oh revenge, boy, a revenge match. <laughs> Don't let up. If it gets to be twelve to nothing, keep scoring. That goes way back. Yes, that one does. Anyway.
Yeah, we got that. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to blow out a lot of coverage on the on that. But the strip is not uh, traveling to that. No, right? I don't believe so. But who knows? I don't know. Sometimes our uh, after not going to not, the not Twins latest series, yeah, Oakland, and uh, we, uh, you know, back in the day, you basically covered it all, and then if you got to be September and they stunk, you just dropped them like a bad habit, which I think is a good idea. Yeah, but uh, I guess that's not the way it's done now. So, yeah, if the story's not going to be on back in the day on the cover of the sports page, yeah, you probably can just punt on it. Yeah, right. Now, now it's harder, obviously, with all these divisions, it's harder to. It's harder to be out of contention. That's what I'm. That's why I want yes, realigned. Right. I want somebody in the central to be twelve games up right now. Yeah. Or yeah, you know, you're right. I want, but you know, it should be get two teams and do eight, 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 eight. You can still have the Mets and the Yankees play all you want to, right? You can have the Mets and the, yeah. If they do it, it's going to be much more geographical, don't you think? Yeah. Yes, the National League and. American League will exist, but they'll yeah. they'll mesh the divisions. Maybe, yeah, basically four leagues. But you know what? At this point in time, I'm fine with it. I am too. I but, used to be more of a purist, but now I I love right? the I mean, clock so much. I am willing to uh, and the the, a lot. the league rivalry is you know kaput. Yeah, because you're you're but playing everybody. I yes. mean, it was the great thing about before interleague play was. You don't know if you are better than them. You haven't played all year, you know. That's part of what made the All Star game fun. Yeah, yes, it was. Well, plus they in like, those days they didn't like each other. And know? in those those days, the National League kicked the American League's ass for what about fourteen mm-hmm. years. Uh, one reason being, I was I did my Sunday column about the Spanish influence on on how they've saved baseball basically, mm-hmm. and uh, Alfonso Fernandez. Uh, Twins radio, Spanish radio announcer. I kind of made it a semi-feature on him. But uh, uh, that in 1965, when the All-Star game was here, there was 14 American black players in the game. 11 of them were in the National League. Interesting. You know why they were kicking our ass? Because they still had, the, the 65 was the first year of the draft. They still had the Jackie Robinson advantage, you know, the, the yep. National League Guys who grew up, their dad told them to sign with a National League team, yeah. you know, like the black kids from the South who grew up. So it was, uh, you know, it was, uh, but it was, you know, a lot of things about it were fun, not playing. Uh, those days, that chip has sailed. So anyway, what, uh, what, we got anything else on our mind? Oh, I was at, uh, I got a uh, observation on 12-year-old kid baseball. Okay. I saw taunting. At the uh, when the Eastridge guys got eliminated from the tournament, yep. I don't want to say where these rich kids from the lake were from, but uh, they gave him a shh with the pitcher. Oh, again. oh no! To the dugout when when all they were doing was doing these silly cheers that right. that little league teams do, and uh, then there was another guy who who celebrated rather immensely whenever he struck some kid out or something like it was. Uh, it was a uh, it was taunting in little league baseball. You don't get to see it much because the inf- the umpires you're not supposed to argue with the umpires about anything, you know. And uh, so did, parents, did this result know. in the brushback? Oh no, the game was over. It was the oh, end, okay. end of the game when he got. Oh, to okay, All right. yeah. But it was I I I asked my grandson about. It. He said, "Yeah, you know, he didn't. They weren't they weren't that upset about it, but it was kind of funny." So this is a western suburb. Yes, a western suburb okay. out near the lake. Yeah, I've got a not your alma mater. I've got a guess. <laughs> not one named after your alma mater. Okay. So or not your alma mater, yeah. but your home home base. My home, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh no, th- yeah. no, those skippers are good kids. <laughs> yeah, they would never do that. No, not they in a million years. But boy, do they need time a game. They need time a game. The clock? Clock. They're screwing around between half innings. There's a kid out there pitching, and the umpire says, He's throwing for like two minutes. How many more do you need? He said, five. And the, the umpire finally Why? said, three. You need two. You're 12 years old. Right. Throw one in there. Throw another so one in there. So it's not seven? Don't bother. There shouldn't be any. There should be two or three. But it's what in and the big leagues? Don't have the catch and throw the ball down to second base because you're not going to throw anybody out anyway. Right? So uh, 
Oh, that's yeah, a great I, point. I think it's seven, seven or eight. Now they league. they don't throw when when they strike a guy out. They, they don't throw to third, right? The catcher at twelve. No, they don't throw it around. Okay, they good. Just throw yeah. it back to the pitcher. Good, that's but, the way it should but be. But between innings, four or five minutes every time. Well, that's ridiculous. They're all screwing around, walking well, around. Let's get, let's get talking, going. going over, talk to the parents. Uh, well, why yeah. are they talking to the parents? I don't know. In my let's day, go. you didn't talk to the parents. No, no. In your day, the parents didn't show no, up. No, the old man was at the bar. In my day, the old man would show up for about two games a year, you know. Oh, God. And then my mother would would not, you know. But she'd ask, she'd ask, did you have a good game? That yeah. Was no, my and, mom used to go. My and actually, old half our games were in our backyard where yep. my old man built his baseball field, and my mom still didn't come to the game, you know. But she'd, I told you, my brother Michael was the quarterback. Mm-hmm. On a football team, mm-hmm. you know, they'd play 20 miles away. They'd, they'd go to the Slayton game, but they played 20 for 25 miles away. Hey, how'd you do tonight? <laughs> you come back. You know, there's somebody said for that. Oh, hell yes. You know, parents, uh, you know, you just played. You I'm not sure that parents enrich the sports experience as much as they like to think they do. No, they do not. They do not. That's for sure. Anyway, that's uh, it was a kind of a dull uh when the, when the tennis is the highlight, oh, Rory McIlroy, too. Uh, Scottish Open, yeah. wind howling. Oh, yeah? He made two long putts to, to win the uh, Scottish Open. So that was fun. I watched some of that. But that was, they had him tee off like real early in the morning, so it was on a replay, basically. A week from Saturday, we got training camp. That's right. What do we do? What do we do the first day? We assemble on Friday. You got to be there Friday. No, I think you check in on Saturday. I think you check in on Saturday. Now did Hunter show up rookies. for the mandatory nope. training camp? Nope. And he's still not. And and he signed, but it's still the contract he doesn't want. Mm-hmm. No, so he didn't. So the big event, the big story will be is Hunter. Is Hunter there, uh, yes. Now they can start finding him seriously, right? Yes. And the new CBA says they can't forgive those fines. Really? So they can't just you know. Reach an agreement to do. after yeah. he's missed eight days, and then just forgive him. Mm-hmm. It's now you you have to pay that money. Yeah, and uh, it'll be interesting. It it will be interesting. Uh, I if I was him, I'd show up and feign injury. <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, yeah, because he's had enough history of that to uh, say so his neck hurts again. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I don't know. I think I took a little blow there. I don't. I don't think I should take. It's it. funny. The Twins are in first place, but I don't think they're going to present any problem to the, the football team as far as pivoting the interest when no, training camp no, starts. Do not. you? Even though they've really had a dull off season. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? No, they haven't done that. Yes. They haven't done anything. Yeah. You know, they got a tight end, a good blocking tight end, and they got rid of Dalvin. How about no job for Dalvin? No job for Dumba. Yep. Well, what, how, how about what, the running backs, Pat? Oh God! Zeke Elliott, no job. Yeah, Delvin, no job. There's like two or three other. Joe Mixon just took like a seven million dollar hit. Yeah, just to stay with the Bengals. Yeah, what are they? Uh, what What do they want to pay Delvin? Six or something? What was he making here? Well, well he's going to make a lot. Mm-hmm. But I mean, clearly nobody wants to pay. I mean, that position is just not getting paid. No, they got to form their own union, or just. I think kids, for the most part, now might. Quit playing that spot. You know. Plus, it's better to be a receiver. Yeah. You don't get hit as much. You know? Yep. You, know, you don't end up with a... But, I mean, it used to be... That that used to be such a premium, you know, position. Your yeah. bell cow back. Do you think back. that'll ever go back, come back? No. I mean, no. even even uh, even the guy in Tennessee has given up on it, huh? Derrick Henry? No, I mean, the, the coach, uh, Vrabel, is not... Oh. They're not going to run 40 times a game like they used to. Oh, yeah. I mean, they well, they, they just signed uh, Hopkins, right? Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins just agreed actually, to a contract. They're actually try to throw the forward pass. Who's their quarterback? It's still Tannehill. Oh, really? Yeah, Ryan Tannehill still get there. Another guy still getting paid well too. So where was Mariota at? Where was he? Atlanta last year. Now he's and Philadelphia. He, and he backup. quit the TV show. He well, he quit the team. He when when he when he lost the job, his wife. He got the call telling him he had lost his job on the same day his wife gave birth to their first kid. And he said, the hell with and he said I'm going to have meniscus surgery. Thank you very much. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. And now so, he's the backup for the Eagles. Okay. All right. Well, he's uh, he's he's not going to replace the other guy unless he gets hurt. Hurt gets hurt unless he gets Yeah. No, no. They're... No, I'm, I mean, I'm just joking. Exactly. So. Exactly. Anyway, yeah, I still haven't made myself watch an episode of. I saw a tape of 
Kirk cooking dinner or some damn thing. I, I said, I'm not watching this crap. Father of the year. I don't care. This is solidified. I'm father care. of the year. I'm sure he makes the little kids go to church too, right? Big, well, I think church. moms, yeah, I think they're moms, very, they're big, very big, Christian. Big religion. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I know. Each his own, Patrick. Yeah. Well, I know. Each his own. That's right. Let them, uh, let them go to 14 and then make up their own mind. That's what I'd say on that stuff. Don't, uh, don't, you know, let them, let them decide for themselves. That's just my theory. All right. How old are his kids? Little kids? Yeah, they're little. I think the old, I think Cooper's, who's featured a lot in this, I think he's mm-hmm. five, four or five, or no, no, he's five. And then I don't know, he's got two more, right? And I don't know what age mm-hmm. they are, but I think they're very young. Well, that, gonna be on camera much. he's got, you know, you, you last year dealt with the Kirk is the greatest element of the Viking fandom. This show will only increase that. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. it's not, uh, Oh, yeah. uh, they still get mad at you when you point out that uh, Kirk threw it under the uh, sticks and cost him a chance to beat the Giants, right? They get mad at that. Of course, but the most in- intriguing— Did you see, pretty soon, pretty soon the theory became he made, he was making facing the most fierce pass rush. It looked like the uh, 85 Bears going after Phil Simms, or the way these idiots ended up talking about it. Well, what was maddening about the whole thing was in that Buffalo game, he threw an exact, like he threw that pass, mm-hmm. and Jefferson, because he's so good, caught it. Yeah. He was double covered. Yes. Like there's no difference between just throw the ball. At least if you get picked off, it's beyond the sticks. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it is one of the great transitions in Minnesota sports dumb the last, well, it's a long time now, over 20 years. The optimism and the bulletproofness of the Vikings with the fans. Because those, those people from the 70s, the older generation, were just fatalists, you know. Right. And, and they're, they're, ah, they'll screw it up. But now it's they're great, and uh, if, if something bad happens, it's, it's certainly... And, you know, the bad luck and stuff like that. They're very, very, very supportive fan base, almost Packer-esque now. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Well, I think that's the state. Uh, I, I mean, not everybody, but there's a different breed of sports fan yes. now. Yes, there is. Like the Twins get now, a lot I wonder, of now, what, Have deflection. you gotten a vibe of the Packer fans? Are they uh, are they, uh, are they trying to are they trying to sell themselves on Jordan Love oh, or yeah. not? They are? No, I think they are. They are. It feels I mean, like they are. I mean, it was time to move on and yeah. see, but it's uh, it's not probably like when Favre left and Rodgers came up and they were all mad. They are in for a Lynn Dickey run is what they're in for. At some point so. in time, they're yeah. going to be Yeah, in. I think their drafting's been awful, you know. They've, yeah. been, they've, they've made choices that they had no business making, including running backs. They got How much do they have invested in running backs over there? Well, They got both of them? Decent amount, yeah. Yeah. But they are, you know, they don't recall now that they were the dregs of the NFL or this one of idea them. that you had to you you had to wait thirty years to get season tickets. That wasn't the case and uh what they went almost twenty years, right, before Favre's second season that they that they got that that they won yeah. a playoff game or something. Two decades. Yeah, because they fell off the map after Vince in the seventies, mm-hmm. and the eighties. Infante, I think in eighty nine they, they were decent, but it was the first time that they had been decent in twenty. That years. was the Magic Man, right? Yes. He was going to be the next uh, star, and then uh, he wasn't. So, yep, exactly. Yeah, they're uh, that the the much like the Twins, the Vikings have the advantage of a terrible division, although not as bad as the. AL Central. I don't think anything's as bad no. as the AL Central. Not even the NL Central. No, which is terrible, but not but that now bad. now Cincinnati is good, so there's two, and the Brewers pitching is great. Thanks to so. the Twins, yes, they yeah. are. Spencer Steers, hell of a player. <laughs> All right. All right, talk to you.